Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida's small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. Now, here's Christopher Hart and Rich Jekyll. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And thank you for joining us again today and telling your friends and family about it. We really do appreciate that as our audience is growing. And uh, normally, I am Christopher Hart, by the way, of the American Adversaries Radio Show. And normally, I would have the award-winning, and we should have some music when I say that, the award-winning Rich Jekyll uh, in on the show, but he's on vacation this week. So sitting in for him is a fellow who's been on the show a lot before and obviously very capable. That would be, of course, David Highland. How you doing, David? Doing really good, Chris. Trying to keep dry here. We've had a lot of rain lately here in Central Florida, need but it. we need it because need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a drought for many months, and uh, we got to get back to having a nice green Florida. That's right. Exactly. And, of course, we want to produce, help you produce more green in the type that goes in your wallet, right, and in your bank account, and that's what SCORE is all about. This is uh, a great organization. Just real quickly, once again, it is a mentorship program. Volunteers help you avoid the pitfalls and help you make the right decisions to expand and grow your business and be successful at business uh, in the first place. And they have all kinds of great seminars and things that they offer for a small fee. They have what they call the breakfast series and the lunch series. David's going to give you a little uh, a preview of a couple coming up here in just a minute. But the point is that it's there for your, uh, let's just say, your use to make your business profitable or more profitable or more successful or successful to begin with. And the best part is, of course, that the mentorship program is absolutely free, free for the asking. And these are folks who are from all walks of life, like David Highland, like Rich Jekyll, like some other folks you're going to you have been meeting on the show and will continue to meet on the show. And the whole point is, is that whatever your need is, whatever your weakness is, whatever your curiosity is, they have somebody that can uh, feed it. So. If you would like to visit them, they are located in the National Entrepreneur Center, which is located in the Fashion Square Mall. The easiest thing to do is just park in the parking garage on the west side of the mall and then look for the vines on the wall. They will lead you to the National Entrepreneur Center, where not just SCORE, but a number of other great organizations are located. They are open during normal business hours. Uh, it'd be probably easier if you call, if you want to actually sit down and speak to someone for some length of time, other than just say, hello, hey, uh, the number is 407-420-4844 for SCORE at the National Entrepreneur Center, 407-420-4844. And, of course, the website is where they have the uh, the agendas and the schedules and everything that SCORE is involved in here in the local area. You can go to orlando.score.org. To see all of that and to pre-register, which is the best thing to do for these uh, events when you uh, plan to attend one or more of them. And you're welcome to attend each and every one of them. That's Orlando.score.org. And, uh, for instance, the breakfast series, uh, which started just last year, David, was so successful. They've doubled up on that. Well, and yeah, now I, I, they started the lunch series. You guys, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, there's so many people that are interested in getting uh, um, educated, especially when we bring in really top notch people. We had Rich Jekyll uh, last week yeah. um, talking about credit. And as you know, Rich has got to have about the lowest credit rating there <laughs> That's is. That's what so. he keeps saying, but he, I don't know. He drives around <laughs> in that Corvette convertible. There is <laughs> nobody that knows more about how to get their credit up than Rich. He's he's yeah. he's learned all the tricks and uh, and. I, I went to his seminar. It was really good. He knows his stuff. And, uh, you know, you know, it, credit is an important thing if you're going to be in business. If you're going to go out there and, and look for a loan, the, the better credit you have, the less costly it's going to be. And, and the better chances you're you're going to have to get that loan. All so right. Now, pretty important. Uh, I was just bragging on the, the some of the events coming up there. Just give us a little preview, if you would. Well, we've got uh, coming up on uh, June the 15th, we got our Coffee with the Leader. That's the free one. We, uh, we that, the, Those are, once again, all these events, unless we say otherwise, are at the National Entrepreneur Center. They're at the uh, National Entrepreneur Center. Of course, this one starts at 8 o'clock because it's the uh, the breakfast series. Free coffee and pastries. And, uh, and of course, uh, we try to bring in the best people possible on different uh, subjects. This one is going to be Michael Mobs, who's uh, uh, he's a consultant for small business credit. So, uh, again, 
more information about helping your business succeed uh, in every stage of your development. And he's going to be talking about uh, uh, mostly about uh, business credit, business credit. And whereas uh, Rich was more personal credit. Yeah. It, obviously, when you are a small but business, they, they, they are one in the they're same. kind of one in the same, because when you're starting out, they're going to look for you as being the uh, the, the person who has got to show the credit. Um, so, yes, uh, we're going to also have uh, someone that you're familiar with, Diane Diaz, the brand teacher. She was on the show a few She's weeks ago. She's going back. to be doing a luncheon. Uh, that's going to be coming up. Uh, let's see. That's uh, on the 20th. So okay. we've got 15th for a breakfast. The 20th, we're going to have uh, a luncheon. It starts at noon. Now, now the, that- luncheon, the luncheon is $15 now. I okay. just want to make sure that... Although most of the time we're talking about the big F word free, right? Uh, Score does have some expenses that we have to. And uh, the luncheon, you're going to get the full yeah. lunch. You're going to get lunch. You're going to get a day. very nice luncheon, <laughs> right? And uh, then we're going to have another coffee with the leader on the 21st. So, just in a span of six days, there's a lot of great stuff going on. This is Donna Loader, who's the CEO of Royal Support Services, and she's going to talk about making your mobile marketing work. All right. So that's just a sample now, folks. That's just a small sample of some of the things that SCORE has to offer. Orlando.score.org is the place to find out about all that they have to offer. And because it is a national organization, there is also a national website, which is simply SCORE.org, where you'll find more what I call technical information, like uh, business plan templates and things of that nature. And But you'll also see uh, the national network at that location because... uh, uh, if you know someone in a different part of the country, scores there to help them too. It's not just a Central Florida phenomenon. Okay, uh, as usual, we've got a big guest lined up for you today because this is, from what I understand, one of the presenters, one of the instructors at some of these events. Is that right, David? Yes, that is true. Uh, uh, Penny Fox has been involved with SCORE for what the last four or more years, uh, teaching. Uh, social media classes. Usually, uh, she does a uh, a series of uh, of classes in the computer room at the Na- National Entrepreneur Center, and this is to help people to understand and better utilize their social media presence. Okay, so uh, thanks for being on the show today, Penny Fox. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, and uh, your business, I understand, is called Fox Interactive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All you know, right. Fox, Fox Interactive. It All was right. an easy one. All right. Well, that's a convenient word to start with because you're interacting with SCORE, correct? Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I thought about it. Um, I think I've actually been teaching down there um, since, I think, 2010. Oh, wow. So well, it's quite been a while. longer Time than that. flies when yeah. you're having fun. And so what we usually like to do around here is get a little background information. Are you from around here? Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a native Floridian, but and I actually did graduate from high school at Lake Mary High School. So I've lived most of my life here in this state. I can't just say all of Orlando, though. Okay. Uh, I take it Fox Interactive is your personal business. That is correct, yeah. Have you always been in business for yourself? No, I used to, um, I used to, I used to work in radio. And uh, when I left radio and I started my own business in 1999, I was doing something completely different. And as, you know, as things evolved, just like we all do in the world, um, my business moved into more of a marketing consultant. And in around 2009, I started to participate in social media for myself, marketing for myself. And I happened to notice how similar to the marketing plans and the marketing strategy that I was using for things like radio and cable and, you know, billboards and newspapers and all of those types of things, how similar it was to social media. It was just a different medium because social media is just online, but you still have to think about who your target market is. You still have to have a strategy. You still have to have a plan. And so I started moving more into that arena and um, helping people understand that there's more to social media than just posting up something on Facebook. Okay. Uh, we're going to get into that in a little bit more depth as the show goes along. Um, so did you start Fox Interactive here in Orlando? I did. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how did you get involved with SCORE? Oh, my goodness. Um, I presented to them. I had an idea about how to teach Twitter. And to th- about uh, it was because Twitter was just so brand new that they had never thought about, oh, well, I guess this would be a good idea. 
and they took a chance with me and they en- they enjoyed the classes that I taught. And so they said, can you teach more? So I teach about five classes down there um, once a quarter. Uh, well, how did you know to go to SCORE? Where did you, who, how did, where'd you hear about SCORE, in other words? Through some friends. I had some friends of mine who had been participating and very active with SCORE. And um, when I was thinking about wanting to teach some social media classes, she suggested that I communicate with Pat. Pat Smith, as a matter oh, of yeah, fact, that's Pat who Smith. I uh, reached out to was Pat. Well, now that you bring up Pat, let's take a couple of minutes to say a few words about Pat. Well, you know, uh, I started, you know, I have to look back and uh, see how many, because when Penny said she's been uh, involved with SCORE since 2010, I've got to look back because I feel like I've been in SCORE like a couple of years. And it's now been, it's now been uh, 2009, I think, since I, August of 2009. Were you downtown? Downtown yeah, like on Yola. Robinson Street, mm-hmm. and it was called the Disney Entrepreneur Center. And the person who was in charge of running everything at that time was Pat Smith. And Pat actually retired for a while, but Rich uh, was able to convince her to come back and help score out on a part-time basis. And uh, yesterday, or actually uh, two days ago, she had uh, left... Uh, she she came in to uh, to see us all at score, and she said it was the last time we she'd be there, and she was going to Paris. And well, then she was, was this out of the blue. Yeah, she she well she she'd been planning to move to Virginia. Mm-hmm. I see. So okay. she's she's going to be traveling around, just you know, have some fun, mm-hmm. see some of the world, and uh, but she did say that she was hoping to be back for next year's BizFest so she could see us all. Okay, so uh, we certainly want to wish Pat Smith all the best. And there's a lot of people out there in the community that she has lent her expertise to over these years. A lot of people. Yes, and, she was uh, she was the main contact for SCORE for many, many years. Which means a lot of people have been uh, assisted in their success uh, by what she did. So Gay Paris is where she's headed off too, huh? So we hope she has a whole lot of fun. And once again, wish her the best. And by the way, the BizFest uh, that David just mentioned uh, was an event that was held last month. And will be held again next year. It's a great uh, business networking opportunity. But it's also a great place to come and get a sample of sort of what uh, Penny Fox does, right? Mm-hmm. Because I believe... I was there. You were there, weren't mm-hmm. you? I was there. I was there for the... Uh, there, they started something new this year called Speed Coaching. And they had myself and somebody else in another room. I was in one room and um, I was supposed to do something for about 20, 30 minutes. And then people would shift into another room. And it was... I guess like speed dating. Right. Um, but I must have been so good that some people didn't leave and they stayed with me for the whole two hours. And then they were even with me through the break. And I said at one point, I think you all have to leave. There's something else going on. I'm going to have to stop talking now. Well, people are so interested. We're talking about social media as your mm-hmm. yeah, speed that's what counseling. I was. Yeah. Well, people are so, uh, I, I, every day people say, I need to know more about mm-hmm. how to do social media. I need to know how to make it uh, okay. better. Well, mm-hmm. that, that's that's part of uh, what we're going to be talking about today. we got to take a break right now, though. Don't forget you are listening to What's the Score, and the website is orlando.score.org. And Rich would be very aggravated if I did not ask you to visit our Facebook page and like us there. That's Score Orlando on Facebook. So stick around because we'll be right back after this break. Welcome back to What's the Score? I am Christopher Hart, and sitting in for Rich Jekyll today is David Hyland. He's been on the show a number of times before. Just real quick, just remind folks a little bit about what you do over at Score, because uh, you're just about everything they do. Uh, well, I you know I, I do everything that they ask me to do, so I'm, <laughs> I'm just... Uh, That's why you're there a lot. Just a score guy, yeah. Well, you know, it's... Uh, it's your expertise. It's a lot of fun. Well... You know, I was in real estate and travel industry, now mostly in media, uh, doing video. In fact, I've got a video to do tomorrow with a guy who's flying in, a guy who's on the show, Ray Pasquale. His business has been booming, so we're doing a uh, an interview with him tomorrow. I'll be at Infocom, the big audiovisual conference, next week, and I hope other people in the area will come out. There's, there's ways to get free tickets to get into it, so uh, just Google Infocom free tickets and, and uh, see what's out there. Uh, but other than that, I'm just having fun here in Central Florida. 
But uh, you're the you're like the media expert over at Score. Well, right? Would you say that? You're a little too humble to say that. I'll say it for you. I guess some people say that. (laughs) All right. Okay. And in the studio with us today is Penny Fox. And uh, she has her own business called Fox Interactive. And so before we get into what you teach at SCORE, Mm -hmm. let's now go into your business, Fox Interactive. So when did you say you started it again? 1999. That's what I thought, Mm -hmm. 1999. And because Twitter was brand new back then? No, I has actually started way before social media. When my business originally started as... Was just after, when you got out of the radio business. Mm-hmm. I got out of radio and moved into um, more of a marketing consultant okay. role. And um, but, I had been doing some work with websites. And so I and actually... you could see that as being the coming thing. I thought it was until okay. the, uh, what is it they call it? The dot the doc, bomb. Yeah, the, the dot, dot com. bomb happened. And I went, oh my goodness. I need to go find something else to do. And so I took my skills and my skill set and started becoming more of a a marketing consultant. Um, The big fancy term is media buyer, where I work with clients to negotiate radio, cable, uh, print, online, billboards, you name it. I've, I've helped people buy that. And it wasn't until about 2009 that I started to implement those same type of ideas and strategies with social media. Okay, so you found that that there were basic principles of business, if you will, that that crossed over from traditional, so to speak, uh, advertising and marketing to the social media. Yeah, they do, because, I mean, whether you're on Facebook or you're running an ad on a radio station, you still have to understand who your target market is. You still have to understand who your customer is, their lifestyles and behaviors. What do they do? Where do they log in? It's still so important no matter what type of form that you're using to connect with your customers, you still have to understand these principles. And that's, the basics just don't change. The basics way. don't change because right. we're humans and we all use um, we use these tools out there, whether we're watching a television program or flipping over to a cable station versus being on Twitter and flipping over to Facebook. Right. Still the same idea. There's a big difference between using social media for business as opposed to personal just People just posting all kinds of random things about their life because I know that I don't do that sort of thing, I, but I can see where social media for business can be very important. Mm-hmm. But as far as the personal side, I know some people that just, they say, I don't even have a personal account. Right, I don't even right. do anything personally, but I do use social media for business. Mm-hmm. But I think that's where you can help people is by how do you do it effectively? Mm-hmm. Um, it has everything to do with understanding it, like I said, I mean, it really starts with your customer and understanding um, how they're using the social media. You know, if, if they're looking to, to connect with you on a personal level, there are a lot of people who are very successful by growing their Facebook friends on a personal page and growing their business that way. But it has to do with having a strategy and that's where you're effective. And I think when a lot of people come to my classes, you know, and I ask them how many people are on social media and I see a show of hands, how many people use it personally, everybody raises their hand, how many people for business, maybe one person, because they can't quite understand how to make that switch between personal use and business. Well, that, that sort of begs the question, was it difficult for you to make the switch from traditional marketing advertising to the social media networks, even though the basics are the same? I mean, you still got to know your target market mm-hmm. and stuff, but now you're dealing with a whole different medium. In other words, mm-hmm. how do you find your target market in the social world, the social media world? Well, I think that what's interesting is that um, social media now has been around so long that we're able to actually look at the demographics. We can tell by looking at each individual social site and know at this point, because if you were to come to tell me and say, my customer is a female who's 18 to 24, I would tell you there's no point in being on Facebook. You should be on Instagram because that's where they are. So we have to, we ha- we now have so much information and so many statistics and demographics and blah, 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 fill in the blank that we can actually t- determine where your customer's hanging out. And when you know where they are, then that's when you use that particular tool, that particular marketing um, arm or whatever you want to call it, and that's how you reach out to them. But where it becomes very important, the difference between being personal and using it for business is your messaging. It has everything to do with your messaging and how you're conveying who you are and what you do online because that's how we're connecting to customers because 
the difference between a radio commercial and being um, an ad on Facebook is we are emotionally connecting on Facebook more so than we would on, on a radio commercial. So our messaging becomes oh so much more important on social media than it would on a traditional um, traditional marketing campaign. The traditional marketing campaign can be used in conjunction with the social social marketing Correct. campaign, yeah. can it not? Mm-hmm. And would that tend to increase the effectiveness overall? I think so, and I think we're getting to a point now where almost all the time you'll see the call to action is. Not just the website. It's follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, you know, connect with us on Instagram. Um, and you're even seeing certain people like follow us on Pinterest. So based upon where they know their target market is hanging out, the call to action is not so much go to my website and see what specials are this week. The call to action now has become connect with me someplace on social media. So where would you go to? Just, uh, just a second, if you would. We're speaking with Penny Fox today. Her business is Fox Interactive. And speaking of call to action, how can people find out more about you? What, where is your website or whatever? Oh, okay. Well, my website is, and I have to take a deep breath before I say this. This is a long one. It's <laughs> called innersocialmedianist.com. So it's the word innersocialmedianist.com. And just a real quick story about that. Um, when I first started to get really involved in social media, I looked at it differently and I still do look at it differently. And I feel like we all as a business and as a person, we all have our own individual relationship, so to speak, with social media. And it all kind of came through when one day I was talking with my graphic artist and we were trying to pull together my website. And I said, you know, it's like your own inner, you know, how I have my own inner weirdness. There's something about me that makes me different and unique. And I said, you know, we'd all have our own inner, inner social media-ness. And I, yeah, I made up a word, but I love the way it sounded. And it really started to make sense and resonated with me because we all, there's, we're all different. Our businesses are different and who we reach as our customers are different. So we're not just going to download some template and say, okay, this is how I run my business. So I started coming up with this idea of the inner social medianist, meaning it's our own connection and our own relationship to our customers and how we use social media. Very personalized, in mm-hmm. other words. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, David, you were going to ask. Yeah, I was going to ask, is there a, uh, a site or is there some kind of listing of how the demographics play out for each of the different social media platforms? Oh, my goodness. There are several companies, and of course, they're escaping me at this point. But I know if you go, on, if you go online, um, you know, just run a search for Google you know, 2007 statistics for Instagram, you'll be able to pull up everything from their age, their income, um, you know, where they live, that type of thing. You'll be able to find this information because there's so much out there now that we're all um, we're all participating in the demographics that the statistics are out there. And it's very, very easy to find the. The I would take it that the younger the demographic is, the newer thing is going to be where you're going to find them. Yeah, I would say so. Like Snapchat. And the reverse also, like now older people are on Facebook and the younger people not so much so. Is that is all that kind of whole truth? <laughs> well, we are. The, the largest growing um, population demographic that's on Facebook are the older population. And I know that they first started joining because of the younger population they wanted to see their grandkids pictures they realized that their kids you know i shouldn't say kids people my age uh, were posting pictures of their grandkids on there so this was like their best way that they could follow what's going on with their family but then they started to connect with each other Mm -hmm. and say oh my gosh you know somebody i knew from high school you know blank blank years ago and so now they're connecting with them the younger people are still using facebook but they use it differently they use it for facebook groups They'll participate in Facebook groups where they can speak to each other and they can have quiet conversations and they're not blasting out their message that this is where, hey, I went to the beach last weekend and look how cute my kid is in this bathing suit. So Facebook has a way that you can set up just so many people can view what you're doing there? Exactly. Yeah, it's called a Facebook group. Okay. Facebook groups are really wonderful and they can be used personally as well as for business. There's a way to grow your business by using something called Facebook groups. And so it's hard for us to sit there and see Facebook is just such an unusual animal. And it's hard for people to say that nobody's on Facebook because even my 13 year old son got an account on Facebook 
and he uses it just as a way to connect with his friends. But mostly, if you catch him anywhere, he's on Instagram. But I think that the the rest of them, you know, as far as Pinterest, Pinterest is very female dominated, probably. Why? Why do you think that is? Uh, because it has a lot to do with uh, the way that it's set up. It was originally set up as um, kind of a DIY mommy blogger, crafty kind of thing. And I think that's what pulled the women in. Um, men are starting to go there. I think we're saying about 80% women, 20% men <laughs> going there. Um, but the growth of something like Pinterest is amazing. Um, I teach a class at SCORE called Build your, um, Building Your Business with, with Pinterest. And no joke, 80% of my website traffic comes from Pinterest. Okay, we'll get into that a little yeah. more in the next segment. Just real quickly, where does uh, Twitter and um, Instagram, where do they fit in these days? Uh, Twitter is becoming a, an interesting vehicle. Um, I would say it's more of a PR tool. When it first started out, it was very great. You know, It was a really great tool to help businesses build their business and to connect with people. But it feels more at this point of a, let's get together and have a chat. You know, there's things called Twitter chats. So you can, you can get with people in your industry and participate in Twitter chats that are going on. It's really huge, believe it or not, with the education. Teachers and principals are using Twitter. But they're not using Twitter like we think about Twitter. They're using Twitter to communicate with each other. And did you see this? And here's a link to this. And it's more of a communications tool, which is why I tend to feel it's more of a a broadcast PR tool versus, hey, I'm going to go on Twitter and grow my business. Right. It's okay. it's that wouldn't be a place to go. And Instagram uh, we'll is have definitely to hold younger. Off on Instagram because we have to take a break at this instant. So we'll be right back after this short break with more of what's the score. I hope you'll be with us. And don't forget, like us on Facebook. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? Christopher Hart here along with David Hyland, who's sitting in for Rich Jekyll today, who's on vacation. He'll be back soon. Don't worry about that. Maybe a while before he's back. I hear he's going to be gone for several weeks. Several weeks? Well, he several does weeks. tend to take three or four weeks when he, he goes on a vacation. He goes out and starts Remember traveling around. That time he went to Africa? Yeah, you don't know where he is after that. Came time. back with, what was it, dungy fever or yeah. something? <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh, anyways... Uh, uh, sitting in for Rich is David, and today's guest is Penny Fox of Fox Interactive, her business. The website is innersocialmedianess.com, innersocialmedianess. It's a word she's more or less made up, which uh, indicate, which represents that the, it, it really needs to be personalized. Your brand needs to be personalized and distinct. That's right. Yeah, it's it's just, it's your own personal relationship, I think, with your customers and and your business with it, how it connects you to social media. And we were just talking about different avenues of social media and where they fit in. Uh, some a little bit, uh, let's just say they all have a different purpose, if not different demographic. Mm-hmm, Could you say that? Yeah, I would definitely say that. And you were just before we went to the break, you had talked about Twitter, and you were getting ready to say something about Instagram. Instagram tends tends to go younger. It skews very young. I would not say that the age demographic that you're seeing right now growing on Facebook is what's happening on Instagram. Instagram is a much younger. They they claim it's 18 to 24, but as I said earlier, my son is 13 and he's on it, and so are all of his friends. So it's going even younger. It's it's going middle school to high school. What appeals to them about that? I mean, why why do they gravitate toward that? Um, I do believe the same reason that we are drawn to Pinterest because we're visual. And Instagram is a visual tool and people are, we learn from visual, we, we look at visual things and so we're more drawn to that. So I, I have to admit I don't do Instagram, so it's more video and pictures Correct. than it is text. Yeah, okay. that's exactly what it is. I got you. Okay. And, um, but you say Pinterest mm-hmm. is the hot ticket. I, I love Pinterest. Yeah, I cannot talk enough about interest and how well it works and how well it's worked for my business alone. Well, well let's kind of get into that because you say you, you conduct a class at mm-hmm, SCORE, mm-hmm. Uh, but you conduct a number of classes. Didn't yeah. you say there were well, five? There's, yeah, five. five, five and and I might add that if people are interested in seeing uh, Penny in person and going to classes, 
Uh, just go to the website, uh, score. Uh, Orlando.score.org. Uh, Orlando.score mm-hmm. and look up the educational classes because you're, you're teaching them every quarter. Every quarter, yeah. I've got the, the we usually take a break in the summertime. Um, I just taught my last class on Tuesday and um, we'll do them again in the fall. Pick it back up in we'll the fall. We'll pick it right back up again in the fall. Okay. So, so check the website and you can see all the classes that are, are well, just available. Give, just give us a quick rundown of the ones. You said uh, there's five different yeah, ones. Yeah, teach a Pinterest class. And then there's a three-part class that um, David had talked about. And that one we do Facebook, LinkedIn, and then the third part of the class is about content strategy. How to develop content, including images, visuals as well. And then the fifth one, which is what I taught this last week, is about blogging. Teaching people how to create blogs and to write and to, to blog for their business. Now, a blog, just for simplicity's sake, is a written or spoken statement uh, on a website. Correct. Or could be, um, or you could be telling your your story in pictures. You could tell it in video. Okay, but the blog meaning that's where somebody would go to get this information. information. Okay, Mm -hmm. which is more in depth. Yes, that's sort of what sets it apart Mm -hmm. from these other things. Okay. now, uh, so you you don't teach each one each quarter, I would think. You, mm-hmm. you, you, I teach all five of them. Each quarter? Each quarter. Oh, okay. I see. All right. Um, and once again, this is all done at the National Entrepreneur mm-hmm. Center, right? Yep. And uh, pretty people, uh, once again, as uh, uh, David said, uh, folks can go to Orlando.score.org to see the schedule. Once right. again, as it picks up. Well, in, not in only that, but all the other classes as mm-hmm. well that we offer, right, sure. of which there are so many yeah. that... I can't even yeah. name them all. There's so many. We, we, it would spend a whole show just going down through the <laughs> list, believe me. Um, and uh, the, the, the classes probably should be taken as a group. In other words, if you just take one or two of them, you're not going to get the full spectrum or the full effectiveness. Correct. That's generally what happens. They sign up for my Pinterest class, and then I see them the next week show up in the three-part series, and then those folks end up taking my blogging class. So we end up being together for about five weeks. And what's interesting is I really get to know somebody at that point. And because we have such small classes, I can help them personally. You know, I'll say to them, what's your business about? Who are your customers? And I'm able to give them real specific examples as opposed to something generic. You know, this is what everybody else is doing. I can get real specific for them and help them with their strategy as we're moving through all of these classes together. Let's do a for instance. Okay. Uh, for instance, pardon me, someone comes to your class mm-hmm. and they have a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they say, okay, how's Pinterest going to help me? Oh, that's a tough one, especially because they're local. Because one of the things that Pinterest is really good about is uh, global. So okay. if you're an online business, um, if you're selling something online, um, if you're promoting a service, which is what I do, I, I promote coaching services and I can teach people anywhere. And I have had clients from England and Australia. So for me, it makes sense to be on something like Pinterest. But when you're local like that, it's it's harder to localize it because of the way the program is set up. So if you're going to use that avenue... You would maybe want to use it to say, if you're in the Orlando area, check us out. Correct. Yeah. That type mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm, okay. Possibly. So it's, once again, it's all about knowing what what uh, vehicle mm-hmm. is going to be most effective for your business. And right. So that's what you would tell that person at that time. Mm-hmm. Pinterest is probably not the best thing for exactly. you. Facebook is. I would tell them Facebook. I would um, probably tell them Twitter and Instagram. Instagram, especially if you're a restaurant. Once again, because it's visual, visual, and you can show pictures of the food, you can show pictures of the ambiance of the mm-hmm. restaurant. That you could even thing. show pictures of, um, you know, the behind the scenes. People love the behind the scenes. Like you're getting ready for a big party and you're taking pictures and you take these silly pictures of the chefs in the back, you know, and they're like, hey, I got knives in my hands, you know, that kind of funny thing. Right. But people love that stuff. People want to be a part of it. People want to know what's going behind the scenes, what's happening. You know, it's great for me to see that beautiful staged picture. It's another thing, and that's one of the things that Instagram is so important about. The The way that they've expressed it is Facebook is us taking a picture when we're at the prom. Instagram is while we're getting ready for it. I see. Okay. All right. Once again, we're speaking with Penny Fox, Fox Interactive. Once You can find her on Facebook, Penny Fox, Twitter, Pinterest, mm-hmm. right? Yes, I'm <laughs> on Pinterest. That's right. And, uh, and so... Fox Interactive, 
is meant to help people do exactly what we're talking about mm-hmm. here today, right? Yes. yes. Make that connection. Mm-hmm and utilize the social media network as best as possible. Right, right. I help uh, social media. I help small business owners learn how to fit social media marketing into their crazy busy day. That's that's what I like to do. And how much time per day should an entrepreneur plan on spending on the social media market, either himself or somebody else in their organization? I think a lot of it has to do with, and this is one of the things that I hear a lot. I'm going to back up like two sentences. From what you had said, Feel free. Um, because what a lot of people, when they show up at my classes, I ask them, you know, why aren't you on for your business? And they say, because I'm afraid you're going to tell me I have to spend 10 to 15 hours a week on social media and I don't have time for that. I've got clients, I've got projects, you know, I've got a life, I've got my kids to pick up, blah, blah, blah. And, and one of the things that I do teach and I believe in wholeheartedly is that there are a lot of tools out there and there's a lot of things that we could be doing to be more effective with our time online. So for me to answer your question, I wouldn't normally say, oh, they need to spend two hours. With my Facebook business page, it takes me one hour once a week to update my entire page for the entire week because I've developed a process and a system where I know that I can create this strategy. So that one hour gives me a presence on my Facebook page for the entire week. But it has everything to do with the fact of being more effective with your time online. When people come to me and they say, I spend 10 to 15 hours a week on Facebook, I said, no, you're not. You're spending 15 hours a week looking at videos and telling your friend they have a really cute puppy. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Because if you were effective with your time, you could get in and out in probably 30 minutes. Right. (laughs) So it becomes a form of recreation at at the same time. And it's easy. And that's one of the things that, that pulls us into social media. Is it, it is the draw. It's the it's the thing that pulls us in and then, you know, posting up something and waiting for somebody to hit that like button and wanting us to be, I don't want to say the word validated, but for us to feel that rush and that excitement. Sure. Uh, now, we've had guests on uh, recently uh, who have said that uh, the, the uh, I don't want to put words in their mouth, but uh, the impression is that. Uh, certain aspects of the social media network are effective uh, only in the sense that you can use the, them to draw them to where you really want them to go, mm-hmm. which is your website, website or your blog or something like that, where they're going to get really what you want to give them, which is more than you can give them. You've Accurate? Accurate. 100% agreed. Your goal as a business owner is to bring people to your website. And every single one of these Social media sites is, and I always say that your 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 um your website is the hub, and each one of these are the spokes, and each one should be my call to action. I should always send people back to my website because that's where I can capture their email. That's where they can see my services page. That's where they can see more about me and learn more about me. It's the connection that happens on social media, but the call to action needs to. Bring me. I need to bring you to my website. So I completely agree with that. Yes. And part of it is because the attention span is so short for most of these medium. Is there a, a, a gauge out there which can tell you what the average Pinterest message is? Is it 30 <laughs> seconds? Is it 10 seconds? Five? It's probably less than that. It's probably like five to eight seconds. Okay. All right. So once again, that that's the that's the amount of time you have to get your point across. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you don't get it across in that mm-hmm. five or eight seconds, you've lost it. Right. So if your call to action is second nine, ten, or eleven, mm-hmm. you've missed the boat. Correct. Right. Yeah. So that's that's why you not only need to know what's out there, but you also need to know how to use it. Right. The messaging. That's right. what I was talking about earlier the with the you messaging. You know, I, I I've heard recently. I don't know if it's true, but I heard that uh, Facebook. A live counts a view if it's three seconds. If you're on for three mm-hmm. seconds, that's right. They yeah. count that as a view. Yep. I'm not sure what you can do in three seconds, but uh, it goes to your point that you better be fast on what you're trying to uh, to tell the story on. And just as a side note about Facebook Live, and this is fascinating, 80 percent of the people who watch Facebook Live videos watch it without the sound. Hmm. Hmm. We sit there and and we watch the words come across, and we won't turn the sound. And yet on. they're saying that. Video is going to be the the prevalent uh, messaging on Facebook. It already is. It probably already uh, is. It already is. That's what you're saying, sure. Okay, uh, we have to take uh, one more break today. When we come back, of course, uh, Penny's going to still be with us. But if you'd like to visit her, you can find her on Facebook. That's Penny Fox. That's Fox with one X. Penny, P-E-N-N-Y. And two E's. I'm sorry? P-E-N-N-E-Y. 
Oh, I'm sorry. P-E-N-E-Y, P-E-N-E-Y-F-O-X, one X, on Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, and Fox Interactive is the name of her business, and the website is com. Okay? So we'll be right back with more of What's the Score? Please be with us. Welcome back to What's the Score? I am Christopher Hart, and sitting in for Rich Jekyll today is David Hyland, and we're speaking with Penny Fox, who used to be in the radio business right here in this town, as a matter of fact. You might have even heard her on the radio in the morning. I'm not going to say where, though. But uh, And she is also now, uh, so she knew she knows something about the radio business, mm-hmm. and she's yeah. now in the social media business, right? Yes, exactly. Fox Interactive. And she has admitted today under questioning that (laughs) the two can work quite well together. As a matter of fact, you can uh, increase the effectiveness of your social media presence by the use of radio if it's done right. Mm -hmm. And one way to do that is to go to a place where they have a number of stations that you can select that market that you want to appeal to. And Salem Media Group might be that one for you. They have four great radio stations here in Central Florida with FM simulcasting, and they're here to meet your needs. And Salem Media Group is a uh, publicly traded uh, corporation on NASDAQ, SLM, SLAM, I think it is. Anyway, uh, Bill Files is the guy you really want to remember. He's the guy who can uh, help you find that market and the way to reach it with one of his stations at 407-618-1760. Bill's been in radio business all of his life, and he's very good at it. And with the Salem Media Group presence growing here in this market, it's no better time than right now to see how they can help you more effectively and more efficiently spend your ad and marketing dollars. 407-618-1760. Bill Files is his name. And, you know, to your point there about radio being uh, such a good medium, you can listen to it on any device now. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the best part of radio, right? In fact, I told Rich the other day, you're going to be away for three weeks. Are you going to listen to uh, the, the show? He says, well, I'm going to be, I'm, you know, wherever I'm going to be. I says, it doesn't matter where you are. You can listen to the show on your cell phone, wherever you are. And you can hear this show again and again and again because they archive it at Orlando.score.org. That's Orlando.score.org. And there have been recent studies released uh, along the lines of what you're talking about there, David, that uh, up to 94%, well over 90% each week of all Americans will listen to the radio at some point during their week. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people listening to the radio, folks. And they might be listening to it on their laptop and, or on their cell phone. And the, the 6 or 7% who aren't listening is probably because they're comatose. <laughs> All right? Because that's how ubiquitous radio is. It's everywhere, literally now. It is everywhere. And uh, just because it's a, tra- a traditional me- uh, media, excuse me, doesn't mean it can't be used also as that hook to drive people to your website, to drive mm-hmm. people to where you want them to go. Agreed. Yeah, I completely agree. And so Fox Interactive, once again, is all about making your social presence, making if you have a traditional presence, all of that interact effectively. Right. Yeah. To get people to know more about you and to want to buy from you, to like, know, and trust that whole like, no trust factor that we're always talking about. Right. You know, I, I, I like who you are. I know what you're selling and I trust that what you're going to give me is something that's going to help me solve my problem. And I think that's why you're seeing video being used more and more because right. not only, well, you said that most people watch the videos without, but I, I think if a person is actually speaking or giving a presentation, people will listen to that mm-hmm. and they'll get to know the person mm-hmm. and they'll decide, do I like this person? Do I trust this person? Right. Do I want to interact with this person? Mm-hmm. And I, I see more and more web Webinars, you've you, I've gone to your webinars. Yeah, I do, I do webinars too. Uh, so there's a lot of ways that people are using a video uh, type of format in order to get customers or get at least get known mm-hmm. out in the marketplace, and it's it's becoming more and more. But what do you think about that as far as you know what we're seeing in social media, uh, more video? Because 
doing video is a little more labor intensive than just typing out some words. It's actually not because what's happening now, especially with social media, is when years ago when we used to think about video and sorry, no offense, David, but it's not about the formal staging and having to go into a studio anymore. People are more inclined to the fact of being able to pick up your phone and to point your phone at yourself and start. But not recording. that way. Do it horizontally. Yeah, okay. do it, I'm sorry. I don't even have a phone in my hand. I'm pretending Vertical to do it. Vertical video <laughs> syndrome is something I've been trying to eradicate for the last six, seven you years. You do a whole segment why? on that. Real quickly, why? Well, a lot of people, and you've seen it, where they use their cell phones to take video in a um, and they're holding the phone in a portrait up, up type and down. Of, right. Yeah, like up you and hold down. the phone normally. Yeah, to, right. to make our a phone eyes call. are not up and down. Our eyes are sideways. And you've seen it even on the news when uh, they have to uh, kind of have the size it blocked boxed Box. out. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you get a much better video if you turn it to the uh, side horizontally, which is the way video is supposed to be produced. And yet, people are still not doing it. You want that more panoramic? That panoramic mm-hmm. view is much more appealing natural. and natural, and and natural to the eye. And it also will cover more area as mm-hmm. well. Uh, it, it's just a much better way to do it. So please, anyone out there, if you're taking videos, if you're doing Facebook Live, whatever you're doing, do it horizontally. Let's eradicate vertical uh, video (laughs) syndrome in our lifetimes. But we're able to use our phone horizontally um, on Instagram. Um, It used to be on uh, Vines on Twitter, and Vines are no longer there. Um, Obviously, you know, we have YouTube videos where people will, you know, create something from their phone and then upload it to YouTube. Some of the platforms you weren't able to get a, a... a, a video the correct way mm-hmm. they were because even when facebook started it wasn't only a box yeah mm-hmm. uh, situation and now there's even a program um which i use when i do facebook live i don't even use my phone anymore i use a program called be live b-e-l-i-v-e dot tv mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i log in on my computer so it enables me to do it more from a steady, I don't have to sit here and hold my phone while I'm talking and I can just have a whole conversation and um, I just log in and it automatically connects me to Facebook. But what we're seeing more and more is it's a more of a casual thing. There's people who just type, you know, just logging in just to have a quick question, a Q&A, let me answer some questions. And so we're finding that video itself is not such a big formal process like it used to be where we thought we had to go into a studio and we thought we had to pay, you know, a couple of guys to, to videotape us and then somebody would have to edit it and put music behind it or whatever. Yes, unfortunately, I still have to That's do a lot of that said. stuff. So, <laughs> so I said, no offense, David. Yeah, as a matter of fact, what I call the Blair Witch Project technique yes. is, is what it's all about today. Right? Remember that? That movie scared right. me. And, and it was that was the technique that the producers used. It wasn't the, the cameras on stands and mm-hmm. stuff. It was like the you, running. Exactly. Right. And yeah. uh, showing fa- your own face as you're running through yeah. the woods and stuff like that. Uh, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And yep. with practically any phone, you can do that now. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and you don't have to pay extra on your phone plan either. No, not at all. Yeah, and it's, it's, yeah. So we're, well, we're moving. It's beautiful in- that everybody can be a video producer. They now. really can. Uh, and uh, although you still can make. Everybody can videos. be, but should they be? Yeah. <laughs> that's always the question. That's right? a question. <laughs> well, I, I think so, if anyone's going to do it, they should at well, least learn it, to do it well. And, and exactly. That's the point. Yes. Learn to do it well, learn to and do it effectively. David. But, but that's <laughs> the whole point of like using the expertise of someone uh, like Penny is that it, it, it there, there are tools, plenty of tools out there. Mm-hmm. But if you don't use them effectively, obviously, you're going to mess the job up, right? Right, right. You're just going to be wandering around wasting your time and not being effective with, with the time and money. Need. Yeah, and I think that's the most valuable thing as a, as a small business owner is we have is our time more because than anything else. You, you, you put a value to it. There is. There's a yeah. huge value. When you think about, um, you know, if you spent three hours on social media, um, how much do you charge an hour for a client? And you multiply that times three. What did you just lose? How much money did you lose by not being effective with your time online? Right. So that's what it's all about is being effective Mm -hmm. and not spinning your wheels. Right. 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 Uh, Once again, Penny Fox, Fox Interactive is her business. Inner social media-ness. That's N-E-S-S at the end. Inner social media-ness.com. You can find Penny Fox on Facebook, Pinterest, P-E-N-E-Y. Actually, it's two N's. P-E-N-N-E-Y. I'm going to get it right. I know you're going to get it right. Thank my mother for the weird spelling of my name. P-E-N-N-E-Y. Fox with one X. (laughs) Yes. And uh, once again, you can find her on these uh, particular other media uh, uh, locations. Um, 
And so uh, to, to begin with, uh, say to begin with, to, to, to wrap things mm-hmm. up, um, not every social media outlet network is going to be for you. Correct. Yeah. You need to find the one that is. Mm-hmm. And understand that there are certain basic principles that still apply, Mm -hmm. but there are certain things, limitations, if you will, in in the particular media. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Mm -hmm. So the whole point is to, if you can't figure all that out on your own, you need to go with somebody like Penny, take the classes at SCORE. Right. So it, it puts you on the right direction, puts you on the right track. Right. It's about understanding who your customers are and where they're hanging out. That really, that's that's the starting point. That's the starting point for everybody, no matter who you are and what you do. Okay. And once again, who who those customers are, uh, they show up on the different social mm-hmm. media exactly. platforms. Yeah. And uh, so that's, once again, something you need to know. But even then, there are certain parameters you have to work within right. to be effective about the whole thing. Right, yes. Uh, so, okay, it's intersocialmedianist.com. P-E-N-N-E-Y-F-O-X, P-E-N-N-E-Y-F-O-X for Penny Fox, and you can find her on Facebook. You sure there's not two X's in Fox? Stop, David. He finally got it right. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) And uh, so once again, you can check her out, and and the classes won't be for the summer, but they'll be back during the fall. We'll be back again in the fall. And uh, certainly uh, you can... uh, uh, help keep up with what's happening because you can rest assured that it's going to be evolving as the years go along too. Right. And I've, and I've said this before, every time I teach the class, I update the content. So if you've taken a class of mine last year, there's a really good chance that if you show up in the fall, it will be a completely different class than what I taught you because last, because the, I, the I communication world is moving, you know, changing so rapidly. Right. The features are changing, you know, every uh, there's new programs to use. And so every time I teach it, I update it. Right. And once again, this is all about communicating, communicating mm-hmm. to get people to respond to your message. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about. And uh, so once again, Penny, want to thank you for being with us today. And uh, we want to once again wish uh, good luck and happy tidings to Pat Smith and yeah, bye, thank Pat. her on behalf of everyone who she is one of the real legends of score. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sad to see her go. I've known her for so many years. You guys are going to kind of have to come up with a Pat Smith award. We, we are. Have to do oh that. my gosh, what a great idea! All right? Yeah, and give and it of to course, Rich <laughs> and of course, even though Penny won't be here in the summer, we do have some great seminars coming up in the next several weeks. So That's you'll right. want to you'll want to be there at SCORE at the National Entrepreneur Center for our lunch and our breakfast series. And you can find about out about all of them at Orlando.score.org and make sure you sign up for them there, okay? Sign up. Sign up. That's Orlando.score.org. And if there is a charge, you will see it there and it will be minimal. I guarantee you that. That's Orlando.score.org. Well worth it. Well worth it. All right. And uh, today's show was well worth it. Very informative. Once again, thanks for being with us, Penny. Thank you. And uh, then once again, please like us on Facebook. That's Score Orlando on Facebook. Until next week, thanks for tuning in to What's the Score?